You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. If you're like me, you probably overthink things a lot. And I feel like a lot of women in this online space do, probably women in general. But today on this episode with Rita, she's a guest expert that came on the show. She's a business strategist, has a background in design and works with different clients and helping them get down to the power of one, which is your target audience, that ideal client. So you know who you're talking to. And we're going to talk about that today. Rita has four questions. So grab a pen and paper. We're going to get started and we're going to have a quick chat around how you find the power of one. So you know who to talk to in your social media content in all of your marketing materials, branding, all kinds of places that you are trying to reach this person. You got to know who they are first and connect with them. So let's get started. Hey, hey, nice girl CEOs. It's time for another amazing guest expert. I'm excited to welcome Rita Suzanne. Hey, Rita, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm really excited. And I'm definitely going to throw myself out there right from the get go. Rita and I connected, what did I say, like five years ago? And we actually like connected, like we had messages back and forth. We hopped on the phone together. We used to live nearby. We never met in person, but we did connect. And then very recently, I think in a Facebook group, we reconnected again about sharing, being a guest on each other's podcast. And then when I went to my message, I was like, oh crap, we've already Mm -hmm. met. (laughs) So we remembered I was a bad friend, but I'm so excited that we are here now because both of us have done some major growth, had major changes in our lives over the last few years. And we're here now in a perfect timing. And now we get to collaborate and support each other on the podcast. So let us know a little bit about you, Rita. I know you have been a business strategist for health and wellness coaches. And Mm -hmm. some of the fun things that I loved in your bio were the overthinker. And Mm -hmm. I love it because I think that's so many of us can relate. And your shower singer, that was my favorite. My daughters (laughs) are forever singing in the shower so loudly. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think that's always fun to know about who people are. But tell us a bit of your background and how you got started. Sure. I think it was about well, I was working in corporate, and I always wanted to be home with my kids. And Mm. so I was like, I have to figure out what I can do. And at the time, my boys were so little, like when I say three and five. And so I started listening to this podcast and when I was on my way to work and then I just like goodness if they can do this I can do this too so one thing that I realized that everybody wanted was a website and so I said I can do this I taught myself how to make websites and I started there but what I didn't really understand was the I mean I knew how to build a website but I didn't know the strategy behind the website or the branding Mm -hmm. aspect of why we have this website and who are we supposed to be talking to I was just merely focusing on the prettiness of the Mm -hmm. website outside of that and so after like 
after a while, when I was struggling with some of my initial clients, I started realizing, well, you need to learn a little bit more about branding. And so that's what I did. I started diving more into branding and then a lot more into strategy. And that's been about seven years almost now. And instead of doing like those long drawn out projects, I actually just focus on a dedicated day now for my clients. And like in a day, I could do a brand, a full executed brand with them or like a mini brand and a like three page website. So I've gotten really concise and good at at what I'm doing so that I can actually narrow down and focus. And that's what I want everybody else to learn how to do as well. Love that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the power of one today and what that means and how to do it. And I love that you brought this up because so many people only look at the prettiness of things. And I actually just wrote a post the other day around how consistency, because I teach content Mm -hmm. and visibility, consistency is not not key or not important, like most people think. And it's not that consistency isn't important. It's just that it looks different for everyone, for one Mm -hmm. thing. And the second thing is if there's no strategy behind it, you're really just throwing stuff out there and and hoping that it works. But the strategy is so key. So as a fellow business strategist, Mm -hmm. I'm excited about our chat today. Mm -hmm. And um, I know you have some questions that you want to walk us through. So I've got my pen and paper ready. I learn with my audience as I bring guests on here. So teach us some stuff, Rita. Okay, first, I would just want to explain the power of really just focusing on one client. So a lot Mm -hmm. of times we feel like we need to focus on multiple targets. Oh, I have this offer. It's for this person. I have this one. It's for that person. And so what happens then is we get muddled inside of our offerings, or even the things that we're sharing, our content becomes muddled, because we're trying to speak to these three, four different people, because initially, we're always trying to like help everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is why they're always saying like niche down, niche down, go niche, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, <laughs> but when you determine the power of one and just really focus on that one person for all of the things, once you get really firm in that person, then you could add on more. But what I find is that if you can use that same person and just be speaking to them at different levels of their issues. Okay. So I always think that my clients are me when I first started, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Like they need the things that I needed when I first started, but different things. And so it's just me in my earlier stages, typically. So what I started to do was a very quick branding session to help people because you know, a lot of people, they'll give you like this long questionnaire, and it has about 20 questions on it. And you just like go through the motions and ah, this is so overwhelming. Yeah. (laughs) Why do I need to know where they shop? Why is this important? Like all of these things. And so by narrowing it down to these four questions, you can really get to the heart of who the person is that you want to work with, or you want to attract to your website and all of these things, because it's not necessarily a client, it could be a visitor or Mm -hmm. someone to buy from you. But here are the questions. And I'll just kind of elaborate a little bit on them. The first one is what are the basic facts about her, him, her, whomever. I always use her only because a lot of my, you know, most of my clients are female. So yeah, same here. um, Yes. So the basic facts are this, like you give them a first and a last name so that you can create a connection with them and age, 
where they're located in the world. And I always try to say, get really specific. Like, are they in Los Angeles, California? Are they in Atlanta, Georgia? And that's important because it just also creates a connection of the things that they like to do. Like when I lived in California, I liked to go hiking all the time. Mm -hmm. So these are things that are seem trivial, but are important. Are they married? What do they do for work? Or if they don't work, like what kind of business do they have? And the married part is important too, because sometimes when you have a client or a target who is married, they might have to speak to their spouse in order to make that buying decision. Yeah, so, so true. Yeah. So sometimes we leave that out. And then also, do they have children? How old are their children? These are just things like write down the basic facts and you can use previous people as inspiration. But what I like to do is say, don't use that client like all the way, just Mm. use them to inspire you. Don't use them as like, oh, this is my person and use her exact name and, and all of that stuff. So the next question is, what is her backstory? And so the backstory, is a lot more about where she is in her life. What is she struggling with right now? So, well, yeah, like where is she at? What does she need? What is going on to make her come to you, right? So maybe it's a mom who, like me when I first started, wanted to have their own business, but they're just really not sure what they want. They work in corporate, they're drained, they're tired, they have kids that are young. All of these things are the contributing factors to the backstory. And so once you really get in depth about your backstory, then you can move on to the next question, which is based on the backstory, what are her needs? Like, what does she need in order to solve her problems? So she has these challenges. What are you able to offer to solve these challenges. And you really have to go in depth because sometimes we just like to gloss over and be like, oh yeah, they just need my design day. No, I want you to like go into like a lot of depth about what are the things that you could offer that would solve the needs of that person. And once you do that, then finally you can figure out the fourth question is what can you provide to exceed meeting their needs? So that's why you go into so many, so much depth in the third question, because you'll be able to see all of the issues and then you'll be able to see how you can actually help them more than what they think. Because a lot of times clients come to you for one thing, but what they really need is something bigger than what they think that they need. Totally get this. So like, if (sighs) I can just use myself as an example, (laughs) sure. part of what my clients need is a content plan, knowing how to create social media posts that attract clients and build community, how to get their offers out there and start working with clients, right? Like they want all of their content and visibility to help them get clients. But what I find that happens on the back end when I work with them is that it's really more of a confident thing. Mm -hmm. And when you start, so like if I were to start talking about confidence, I probably wouldn't attract as many people Mm. because they don't want to talk about that yet, right? Like that's right. like that inner thing Struggle, that they right? haven't they think they're brought out. But they, mm-hmm. they, they really aren't when it comes down to it. I, I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. So is that like what you're talking about here? Like the needs are the content thing, but how I can provide 
more and exceed her needs are by really helping her step into this confidence place. Exactly. Because when you're providing that content and the more that she gets out there, she'll be able to actually build her confidence without knowing that that's what she needed to begin Mm -hmm. with. I love that. So simple too. I love how you phrase it. Like what can you provide to exceed her needs? I'm always about over delivering and really loving up on people. So that's a great question. And people love that. You want to provide the best client experience that you can. Totally. So So fantastic. So then these are all like, once you have these things in place and you really know this person, this power of one, Mm -hmm. you're able to take this into pretty much every part of your business, right? Right. This can even help you with like your branding, meaning your like visual branding, because Mm -hmm. now you have this person in mind. And once you define, there's a couple of layers above that where you're going to have to find the visual equivalent of the attributes of the person, but it actually will help you because when you're thinking about this person, you'll be able to call into those attributes and then it will lead you to the visuals. Beautiful. So before we started and we were kind of chit chatting behind the scenes. I know one thing that you talked to me about was not overthinking this. And as two overthinkers asking mm-hmm. people not to overthink, I know. <laughs> let's just talk about that for a sec, because I think that's really important here. People want to kind of come off a certain way rather than just mm-hmm. being really honest with it. Mm-hmm. And so how can we not overthink this and do a great job? So I think what I overthink, overanalyze the most is the things that I design, right? I'm always overanalyzing that. As far as other stuff, I feel like I'm always like, let's go for it, let's go for it, let's go for it. Mm. But then then when it comes down to it, I'm trying to go for like so many things at one time that then you yes. lose those things, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like shiny object. I'm like, bing, mm. bing, bing, you know? So yeah, I, I think that overthinking is just an excuse as well. And even perfectionism is an excuse, right? Because you're in your comfort zone, you're comfortable in these places of I, it needs to be perfect before I can do it. It needs to be ready before I can do it. But a lot of times if we wait until we're ready, it's never going to happen. So right. And again, you told me right before we hit record, not to overthink something that I've been wanting to do and just to go for it. And so, yeah, I I think that's a really important thing to talk about because I want everyone that's listening to know that they have permission to not overthink this Mm -hmm. and to really just be honest with it so that they can just start doing it, taking action here. Yes, because this is really foundational stuff. And so once you get to this and you really dive deep in it, but also keep in mind that this is something that can change. This doesn't have to be permanent. You can Mm -hmm. keep this. And then because you know, business sometimes evolves and change and we start to work with other people. So that doesn't mean you have to keep this person as your one person. You can always pivot and have a new person as your person. Totally. I love that. So good. Well, and I know you have a free resource to share as well for target audience support, and it really dives deeper into these four questions, right? Yes. And so it'll explain a little bit of what I've been saying, why you need this, why you should be doing this, and just kind of explains a little bit more. Perfect. So all of the links and ways to connect with Rita, including that free resource is all in the show notes. So please connect with her on social media, check out her website, grab that freebie and go do it. Even if you've already thought of who your target audience is and you know who that ideal client 
is and what they look like, I challenge you to revisit it with these questions and really make sure that you are talking to the right person because this is something that I don't think is a one-stop shop. I feel like we always need to revisit who this person is so that we are continuously speaking to them and really reaching them. Exactly. Love it. So what is your one action step for us to take today? Like what's really going to bring it home? Well, I think once you have these four questions, really just journaling on them and really making sure that you connect Mm -hmm. with the person. Don't just write down what you think would be the right answer, because really it's based on you and how you're doing your business and what you're going to do with your business. And a lot of times people will just put down like, oh, this is what I want. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, putting down your aspirations, but don't just put it down because you think that that's what is the right answer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and then if you get to like, let's say that you fill out the first two and you get to the third one and you're like, wait a minute, this is just not aligning. So you can always start over. Just just keep being honest with who you want that person to be. Love it. This is awesome. I love these simple and effective ways of getting better in our business. Simple and effective is a huge model around here. We like to take action fast and we like it to be simple and effective because there's no need for overthinking or overloading with information. So this was amazing. Rita, thank you so much for being here. Thank you and for having me. You're welcome. And again, once once you grab your free resource from Rita, make sure that you actually journal it and really connect with that one person that you want to reach. Have an awesome day and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also, be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.